and away we go. Hi everyone, uh, welcome to one of these special um, fling the show together because AAK is not going to have much time over the next few weeks. <laughs> this is the first one of those, and uh, I've decided that it's A is good enough, we've got the opportunity, I've grabbed a T-bird from out of his big fluffy nest, which he um, makes uh, with the split ends of his girlfriend's hair. And I've, I've dragged him out of there, and um, he's here once again, actually, j- just to boost his numbers on the, you know, the Redux, really Redux stat pod on something like that. So, uh, hi, T-Bird. How you doing, man? Hello, yeah, that's, that's all I'm here for, just to boost that little statistic, so yeah. I can be top of the list. And... I reckon this might put you at, it's either going to be joint second or joint first now. With whom? Is it with um, Echo or Dread? Or? Um, yeah. yeah, well, if, if it's joint... Yeah, whichever, if it's still joint, it'll be between one of those two. I can't remember oh. the, I can't remember what the blimmin' numbers are. You, you guys don't expect me to remember my own, what happens on my own site, do you? <laughs> <laughs> don't be so ludicrous. Why do you think Sonic <laughs> Stadium's barely updated nowadays? They can't remember. <laughs> if they can't remember, what, what, what chance do I have? There's only one of me. <laughs> I was just I was just waiting for the for you to have a slight stab at uh, yes, that's, uh... <laughs> Oh, they they know they know it's only in jest. Oh. <laughs> or is it? <laughs> this, this is why this is why they send you a uh, A5 Prince of Shatner. <laughs> oh get, yeah, this this is being recorded, guys. So you know, because there are people out there who are actually interested in things like this. Uh, it's being recorded on what is the twentieth, uh, Tuesday, the twentieth of March. Um, unless you're in some far-flung country, which is still the nineteenth, in which case, um, tough. Um, yeah, so I've I've just got through the post my <laughs> my <laughs> my prizes. Uh, from as you may recall in the last show, I had my prize from Sven from the Rex Fanics of Export, which was a Jim will fix it badge replica, and um, I got my stuff through from Echo Hawk and Rory at the same time, which was fun. Uh, <laughs> Echo got me some Tibetan worry balls, which clang and make. Oh, actually, no, I've, I've put the box somewhere now. Should I would have I would have done them over the over the mic and just showed you how god-awfully they clang. It, it, imagine a bell which is completely out of tune and then take a sledge to it and then try, take a sledge to it and sort of uh, beat, beat up that bell even more and then stick it in a Tibetan wire bomb. That's what I've got. Uh, <laughs> but the, the thought was there. The thought was there. Uh, <laughs> It sounds like some sort of ancient relic, according to like what the box looked like. Oh. Yeah, it, 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 it's a bit moffy. I, I, I did open the, I did open the box and then promptly close the box back up again for fear that the actual force of me opening the lid would actually cause the entire box to just evaporate into the air. <laughs> it's it's <laughs> that. But I, I reckon she's got these when she was out in Japan, and the only thing I can think of is. Why the hell did you spend that money on them? Because <laughs> they fall into falling to bits. Oh well. Uh, but but Rory really has actually just completely. Well, he's done something. Uh, you may recall his love of the uh, Shatner voice, and he did threaten to send something to me 
that when I looked at it, um, I would always think of him. And he sent me this like, A5 canvas print, um, canvas print painting of uh, Shatner in all his uh, Star Trek original series glory. In sort of like pop, sort of, uh, sort of expressive, like, uh, I, I can't remember the proper art term to describe it. <laughs> I might put a photo up later or so. But, uh, yeah, and that's on, that's then slapped onto some uh, MDF, which is a nice quality MDF. Um, <laughs> but but it's, it's a lovely pick, and I'm sure that it would grace some Star Trek fans' room very nicely. But, um, sadly, not mine. Uh, but again, again, the thought was that he's probably spent an awful lot of money on this, so I really shouldn't slag him off. <laughs> so, but kids, William Shatner print, eBay, starting price four pound ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> I did check. I did check the thing just to see how much the postage was, so I would know. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, hi kids. Um, so we've got that. You've you've probably you've probably just listened to some piece of music. Um, as with the previous T-Bird show, it's, it's all going to be done in one sort of stint. So, but I'm, I'm imagining it probably was uh, the uh, Sonic Adventure 1 version of Believe in Myself, which was a request for... Who was it a request for? Um, Sonic Hedgehog uh, CHR, who I really should call SHC. Um, that was his request. Um, we've got some more requests, because people send in loads of requests to, for this show for reasons I can't quite understand but uh, it's a T-Bird Room 101 show hence the very strange hence the very strange Room 101 music that we have at the beginning of the show as opposed to the normal Radio Redux theme so uh, so T-Bird is here he's here to gripe he's here to see whether or not he can get his things into Room 101 and I am the person who uh, decides whether or not it goes in on there or not uh, if you don't know what Room 101 is, um, I'd say check out the Echo Hawk show, but that really didn't explain much about Room 101 either, thanks to her. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, so basically, Room 101 is a place where you put all the things that you don't like and they disappear forever, and uh, and that, that's it, basically. It's, it's, it's as simple as that. Um, uh, we've got some Q&A UK, which we're going to have some T-Bird stuff on as well, because we've got him here, and um, we have the very first... Six Degrees of Sonic Separation, which I mentioned briefly on the last show. Uh, and we've got that later on. I think I've done myself pretty proud on that, actually, <laughs> as to how I've managed to connect them. Uh, from I, I, I might send you in one of them. I've got a, I've got uh, a pretty good one. I, I don't think you'll be able to get it. But, uh, uh, it, it, actually, it was uh, a case of Wikipediaing the specific... Uh, actually, I'll, I'll give you a clue. Uh, it was a case of Wikipediaing the specific breed of beetle. So, uh, oh, it's about... All right, actually, I'll tell you... <laughs> For for simplicity's sake, or actually, I'm going to do it now, because I'm, I'm very proud of this. <laughs> and I, I actually, I, I didn't really need Wikipedia in any way to look, look stuff up. <laughs> so I was I was well chuffed with this. Right. So um, basically, I, I was looking for somebody to. Uh, Blake Draker was supposed to send me in uh, one of these as well, but as it happened, uh, Ram the Dragon was the first person to actually give me a suggestion and you know you, you can't you, I, just, I just I just can't say no to 14 year old Uruguayans um, it, it's a it's a it's a, it's a, pro, it's a problem oh the trouble that's gotten me in over the years oh <laughs> no, um, but, no you, you can't you can't 
you can't say no to Ram. She's she's far too sweet for that. So, well, she came up with a fantastic one. So I've basically I've got to get from whatever she says to Sonic the Hedgehog in six steps. That's the idea. And her suggestion was Penareal, the Uruguayan football team. So somehow I had to get from Penareal to Sonic the Hedgehog in six steps. So, uh, Penareal's captain is uh, a Uruguayan player, central defender actually, by the name of Paolo Montero. Montero is a, is a city in Santa Cruz, Bolivia. Santa Cruz, you're not that far by the thrill, is by the thrills, as was whatever happened to Corey Haim. Corey Haim appeared in the full motion video game Double Switch. <laughs> Double Switch was released in Europe in 1993 for the Sonic CD, as was Sonic CD, which starred Sonic the Hedgehog. And there we go, that's your six steps. <laughs> I'll put that up on the show notes as well. But uh, yeah, so there we go, Penareal to uh, Sonic the Hedgehog in the six steps. You should, you should also get an award for just involving Corey Haim in that, to be honest. Well, technically he's involved twice, because he's <laughs> involved in two steps. <laughs> oh, so that's good. Anyway, so uh, we'll, we'll best get on with this, then. I've been waffling for ages. Uh, I was going to see if you could do one straight off. I was going to ask if you could get the from the Colorado Potato Beetle, known as Leptin Otaris uh, Dissimlina, either, to uh, something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, well, yeah. Well, I actually you think... know they can lay as many as 800 eggs. <laughs> the, the weight of one of those beetles is equal to X. X, a letter of the alphabet. <laughs> letter of the alphabet. <laughs> which, com- which, combines, which combines the Greek alpha with the Greek beta. Um... <laughs> I, I, you'd have to send me the actual name of the beetle, and I'll, 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 anyway. I'll do it decently. <laughs> um, but yes, so um, so we've had we've had that. So thanks for that, Ram, and I hope well, that uh, that uh, soothed your troubled soul. Not that her soul is troubled or needs soothing, but but uh, I hope it did anyway. There we go. Stop using the word soothing in context with a fourteen-year-old iguana. Oh, whatever. Did you say a fourteen-year-old iguana? <laughs> <laughs> no. I presume around the, around the dragon's an iguana. I don't know. She's an iguana. She's an iguana, funny. Well, she's, she's a, dr- a dragon iguana, so she's, maybe she's one of those, you know, she's one of those dragon things. <laughs> <laughs> right, anyway, that's enough right. of that. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. we can get in major trouble now. <laughs> so, your first thing to put into room 101 is it better not be Bourneville chocolate because I'm eating some at the moment it's very, it's very nice indeed I'm just going to pop some into my mouth will you explain your first thing yeah. um, first of all stop telling me about things that I don't have my food my, my house has no food in it so uh, oh shame just eating, eating whatever I find mm-hmm. anyway the first thing I want to put in room 101 um, I, I think we'll actually go in because it it's kind of featured on your last show, and it was the first thing that appeared on your last show, <laughs> and um, I did laugh very heartily at it, and the first thing I want to put in is the world of Warcraft. Oh, Now, it would be if six million fans sc- suddenly screamed, then died or something. There was suddenly silence. <laughs> silence. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Anyway. 
<laughs> the, world of War, the world of Warcraft has stolen a large fraction of my friends, basically. Um, a little while ago, I joined a group called the World of Warcraft Widows. It's a site designed for people who've lost friends, lovers, and family to it. And uh, I've, I've, I've had a lot of, uh, sort of like nice words from other people who've lost loved ones to the World of Warcraft. And but you no, know, it's just... It's I'll tell it's you the fact that I've. Oh, carry on. Yeah. So, so I'm going to, when I mix this deck, I'm going to put some very nice, sort of sorrowful music on at this point in time. So, um, note to myself <laughs> and note to myself and anything. Start playing like I don't know the um, the burning of Ozette from <laughs> Tales and Phonia right now. And there we go. It's on its way. There we go. So, so uh, you've got some nice sorrowful music to tell to tell more about this uh, about the loss of your friends and loved ones. <laughs> I did have quite a, a large group of friends, and I can't remember when they actually started playing it, but it was well over two years ago. And, uh, I, actually, one, one of the guys has actually stopped playing it now, so it's sort of like, you know, <laughs> my, my name's Darren, and, <laughs> and I'm a World of Warcraft holler. And so did everyone in the circle starts clapping, sort of thing. <laughs> Did, did, when, you, when you actually saw him again, did he have like, a long beard and his fingernails were really, really long? His, his hair was down. <laughs> He's renowned for having a lot of stubble, but like, he really did have a lot of stubble after this. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but was his cat mysteriously missing? <laughs> his, his cat actually has um, level 24 armor, and uh, <laughs> actually, this this is very. I'm going to go off on a bit of a tangent here. Oh, feel free. <laughs> not, not that we enjoy going off on tangents. But um, Radio Reach is nothing about tangents at all. It's about tangerines. It's about tangerines. Tangential tangerines. Anyway, um, I, I, I was part well, I am part of the Metal Society of York, and for some reason we got... Woo! 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 <laughs> anyway, we, and we, somehow, because, because we are the devout metal fans we are, we got onto the fairy tale story of the three Bloodworks Gruff. And of course, if you know, um, there was some debate about what actually happened in the story, but that wasn't the point. The point was we got to the troll, and the discussion then went on to what element the troll was. Now, what what what, what element is this troll that lives under this bridge? I, I initially thought troll, oh well, this is a fire. But if it lives under a bridge, then it lives near water. So is it a water troll? It, it was it was a long-winded conversation. <laughs> it's, 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 it's a, it's a damp, we, we, mossy we, troll. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we eventually concluded that it must have been some sort of poison troll as well, which must have meant the last Billy Goat Gruff must have had anti-poison equipped to his armour, and also to be able to defeat the troll, it must have had its limit break up as well. So, oh god, limit so break! So <laughs> this rather amusing sort of a image of a. A glowing ghost charging up its super attack, wearing armor. <laughs> anyway, back to World of Warcraft. Um, yeah, and it's just been the case of I've been sitting in the pub and the conversation will revolve around lands I've never even heard of and orcs are fisting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm quite pleased saying nobody got that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be rather dis- I'd be rather upset if somebody did get that. Actually, bearing in mind, uh, bearing in mind the general audience age. 
<laughs> oh, so we're, oh well, parental guidance this show, guys. Here we go. <laughs> oh, oh well. <laughs> she, she have a little sticker with a, a picture of Sven on it. With Sven says no. Oh, actually, oh, that'd be good actually for next um, Rex fact. Gets Sven saying just say no. <laughs> With <laughs> the old Grange Hill mob song. <laughs> he hasn't even done your Donkey Kong thing yet. No, he hasn't. And it's it's getting ridiculous now. So, um, everyone sending emails to dreadnoughts at sonicstadium.org um, <laughs> saying, record the song already. Record the DK rap, because he's letting, he's letting me down, he's letting T-Bird down, and quite frankly, he's letting all of you down at home. All, everyone around the world. All around the world, EII, he can't find his baby. And that baby just happens to be the time to record Donkey Kong. Um, and it's a shame. Most importantly, he's letting his mother down. Yeah. He's letting his mother down. Shame. Yeah. But yes, I, 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 know, I know you put this in. Because yeah. Of, uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's one thing I don't... Yeah, I mean, there's, there's, it's the whole Warcraft thing. I can kind of, I can, I can understand why it would be popular, but that doesn't necessarily mean it has to via for people's attention in the real world. That's one of the other things. That's things. One of the things I'm slightly, what's it about? Was it Second Life or whatever it is, where they have the, it's the, it's the virtual I, world. I'm worried about the amount of time people play on this because I mean, this game's been going. This game has been going how long now? About three years, maybe. Two uh, years, well, it's Warcraft, Warcraft, yeah. About it's the that. fact that people are still playing one game. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean the other thing, the other thing I don't, I don't think I don't like is the fact that it's the fact it's a, the subscription fees. Um, now, call me old-fashioned here, but when I buy a game, I want to be able to play it <laughs> from that moment on. From that moment on, it should be mine. I don't have to keep play, paying over and over and over again for it. So, um, yeah. Um, okay, why it's, it's they need to expand they they have all sorts of problems with sort of um, legacy issues because they end up saying oh it's this this is the highest thing ever and then all of a sudden oh yes but we forgot this kingdom that existed like 20 years before that and has been made extinct and oh yes there's this ceremonial armour that was made by this, this person or the other and um, oh yes there's this new race that's actually all over the world that we haven't seen before because we were just sort of ignoring them or something and it's, it's just daft how many kinds of orcs can you get how many kinds of elves can you get it's a blood elf no it's an elf I'm just doing my Wikipedia pricing. Either way, a player plays about 50 cents a day for gameplay. That's quite a lot, if you think about it. 30p a day. Hmm. It's, it's, it, in, uh, I mean, that's what the advert was about, obviously, as you, as you well know. Just the whole, just the whole, oh boy, I must, I must get to this level, otherwise I have no social standing. Well, you have no social standing because you've got no social life because you're stuck playing this sodding game. It was very noticeable, actually, because we had a load of like, trial CDs at work. It was like, like two uh, weekly trials. I don't think we sold one. There was like 297 for World of Warcraft. And it's just, ugh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so that's enough bitchy about World of Warcraft. I'm surprised he does go into um, 
Although, actually... <laughs> see, th- th- now we have, a, we have a slight problem. Because how many people do you say play World of Warcraft? Oh, I don't know. Twelve or something? Twelve? Um, <laughs> there are more than two million players in North America, 1.5 million in Europe, and 3.5 million in China. So about about um, about six, then. So six and a half or something. So like 8.5 worldwide. 8.5. 8. 5 so we've got 8.5 even worse. 8.5 million people. Okay. What are they going to do? If I put World of Warcraft into the world, what are they going to do with their lives? They can populate the soup kitchens around the entire planet. I mean, I mean, how many? How many was it in Asia? Hmm? How many was it in Asia? In Asia. Um, no, it didn't say. There's 3.5 million in China alone. Just, I mean, I mean, if, 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 if World of Warcraft is not distracting these people, then what else have they got to do? Their job's better. Their job's, be- their job's better. <laughs> but, I mean, it could lead to other things, is what Wives, I'm saying. If they're, if they're family, yeah, that's the, uh, yeah that, that's my point. If they spend more time, if these guys spend more time with their wives, there might be more children conceived, and they've got population problems as it is. So, I, can I really be held responsible, or can you really be held responsible for a mass upsurge in population in China, is what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah, but can, can, can you live, can you, can you live with that and the famine that it could produce and the lack of water? Could you live with that? There's 1.2 billion people in China. I don't think another 3.5 contributing to that will make much of a difference. Difference? <laughs> difference. <laughs> it will make a difference, I must say. Mm. Well, I think what it, I'm going to have to I do... I suppose they could all go out and buy the card game. That you is know, true. Pay for that. Or they could just play Yahtzee. <laughs> Nobody plays Yahtzee anymore. They should bring it back. <laughs> I, I don't know who would buy it, but hey, just bring it, bring it back! Come on, it's also and Boggle. <laughs> yes, Boggle. Or you could play, you could, you could have sort of Yahtzee Boggle, or Warcraft Boggle, <laughs> World of Bogglecraft. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, um, I, I think what we're going to do is we're going to, uh, we, I will put it into Room One Hundred One. Actually, um, why don't you, rather than putting it in room 101, make it your next vote on Sonic Rex? Well, whether or not the World of Warcraft yeah. should go into we'll, <laughs> we'll put that one out to the, the crowd. Mm. Which means we've got to put the rest of mine in. So. No, it does not equate to that. No, actually, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to do that, because they, they they'll probably be under the spell, as it is, the spell of Warcraft as it is. So, so, so I'm, so I'm not, <laughs> not going to do a public vote. No. No, the public can't be trusted. If there's one thing that I've learned, the public cannot be trusted to make a decent <laughs> decision on anything. <laughs> so, so, um, so I think we're going to put that into Room 101. World of Warcraft yeah. goes into Room 101, upsets a load of people, and um, who cares? And then it goes. There we go. I feel a bit better. You feel a bit better. You feel a bit better. Yeah. There was, there's a sudden cry of terror. In the air. Sort of, I've sort of got like a mental image of sort of like my friends coming out of the houses like on a really nice sunny day and sort of like rubbing their eyes. Oh yeah, it's a bit like, a bit like that. Um, the <laughs> Sim- the Simpsons episode where the TV disappears and all the children go out and play. Yeah, exactly like that. 
Uh, I've got I've got this lovely image of of uh, <laughs> somebody I know was rather upset. Uh, Echo Hawk was rather upset by the advert on the last show because <laughs> she liked well. I've got this lovely image now of her with like um, a metal hoop and a <laughs> stick going down the road. Ah <laughs> oh, dear. Anyway, so uh, uh, I'll tell you, what, we'll have a we'll have a piece of yeah. Oh, yeah. You have this image of what? Hello. Hello? What's up? You were saying Hello. something. Hello? Speak. Can you hear me? Yeah. Yes, I can hear you. Hello, hello, hello. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, can you hear me? I can hear you all the time. Did you lose yeah, your connection? Yeah, I can hear you. I can hear you, yeah. Did you lose your connection or something? Or no, no, no. I just... You, you're just going hello a lot. I was just going hello, yeah. Okay, you were so you were saying I'm something about you having an image on something or the other. Yeah, I just have visions every now and again. <laughs> I just ignore them. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, time for a piece of music, methinks. Um, I, oh, I don't know why I'm bothering with this really. Um, but uh, what was I going to have next? Oh, we'll have, we'll have a couple of pieces of music. Uh, T Birds had a few choices as well, but. Uh, up next, we've got from Sonic Jam, actually, uh, the Inside Building theme. And then after that, we've got uh, one of T-Bird's choice, which is the Choose Your Buddy, the slap bass version from Sonic Adventure. And we'll uh, see you in a bit.
Hey everybody, we're back again. Um, those were those pieces of music that I said were before the break. Because, <laughs> you know, hey. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's one of those shows. Bah. Anyway, um, uh, we're back with T-Bird. It's T-Bird's Room 101, uh, part one of X. Where X is a number between one and something. Um, and N. <laughs> one and N, yeah. N being the number of parts of the show. There we go. And, um, yeah, so, um, what's your next one? Or do you, I mean, there, I'm sure there were several that you were going to put, you were thinking of putting into Room 101 and then didn't. Did you have any, was there anything that comes to mind on that? Or I'll throw a couple out now and I'll, put, I'll tell you a couple later. Um, option number six was I was going to put um, Radio Redux Room 101 in the Radio Redux Room 101 just so it formed the quantum singularity and you know, sort of the event horizon would sort of destroy mm. part of England. I thought that would have been quite amusing. Um, I would have actually refused on the basis that you had been copying, I uh, think, Stephen Fry. Is he a black hole, is he? <laughs> no, not Stephen Fry, but if I recall, Stephen Fry actually put Room 101 into Room 101 at the end of oh, the series. I, I, didn't, I didn't know about that. Um, and um, <laughs> it, it caused all sorts of problems, as I recall. Um, and uh, the BBC was off the air for about eight weeks, but um, <laughs> but 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 thankful, th- thankfully, due to the amount of uh, repeats they show, um, it, nobody really noticed. <laughs> just got a, just got an image of Richard Curtis turning up for work and just finding a big smouldering tree. <laughs> <area. laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, so so um, it was, was the other one of them. Um, the other one was another one was cabbage because I don't like cabbage. Cabbage. It was this green cabbage it. or purple cabbage? We're talking about here. Is it red cabbage? Or All varieties of cabbage. I'm not going to be discriminatory on cabbage. The, the, do you do you dislike cabbage patch kids as well? Yes. Especially, actually, except for that one cabbage patch kid that um, I had to recall. It used to eat chips, and you put the chips in its mouth, and there's like a little ruler motor that used to feed the chip into its mouth. However, little girls feeding their hair into the mouse for this cabbage patch kid. It wouldn't actually stop until the chip was all the way through. Oh, so nice. As, as, as the end of hair is, of course, the little girl's scalp, <laughs> <laughs> it caused quite a lot of it. <laughs> sort of children with no hair and things like that. Oh, no, dear. I'm distressing. <laughs> oh, okay. Um So, yes, your, ne- your next one... Your next one to actually go into Room 101 is? Is um, the English band Right Said Fred. Ah, Right Said Fred. Well, uh, anyone doesn't know, Right Said Fred, um, there's a British band that was around about the... I think they were formed just before the 90s, weren't they, or something? It was 80-something. Let's get them on Wikipedia. Gotta love Wikipedia. 89? 89, you reckon? 89, looks like Oh, good guess. But, um, yeah, so they're, they're probably most famous for I'm Too Sexy. Um, and, uh, yeah. Which, unfortunately, they are re-releasing, so, um... Oh, dear. Yeah. I mean, isn't that off the back of the Daz advert? Yes. Oh, crikey. Oh, well, can't be helped. 
and it's it's just possibly the lamest song, the lamest video, and Richard Fairbross is so gay. Gay is in rubbish. <laughs> and yet gay is in gay. As in gay. Uh, in fact, that's the next line that I've written here on my <laughs> little metal factory. Well, that's, um, obviously the thing is, um, I think Robert said they had, they, became, they had notable success. Uh, I mean, they had other sort of like Deeply Dippy as well and mm. things. And uh, they, they're um, incredibly successful in Germany as well. But they say, what was, I mean, do you have any, any other real problem with Rights of Fred, other than the fact that, you know, they sing really, really well, weird? My, 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 my particular problem with Right Said Fred is probably Richard Fairbrost. Fairbrost. The, first, the first point I would like to make was um, I was watching Pop Years in the 90 and he was mocking Iron Maiden. For those who don't know, Iron Maiden is my favourite band of all time in the world. And he called them a band for, I quote, a band for teenage boys. Um, sorry, um, shouldn't it, shouldn't my maiden's target, target audience are probably like sort of male aged 40 plus. I mean, I, I don't even know what the target audience is for right set. Actually, I do know what the target <laughs> audience is for right set. But I'm not going to say it. So, uh, well, it was about 14 year old boys, wasn't it? Was like <laughs> <laughs> teenage boys. <laughs> So, so, so basically, he, just, he, was, he, he was jealous, thinking that uh, Maiden was stealing his audience. Um, that's rather strange. But um, obviously, they're they're also, from a Sonic point of view, they are obviously responsible for the. Um, well, oh, oh, can I, that's my that's my next point. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah so, Wonder Man. Wonder yeah. Man. Here's <laughs> oh, a Mr. Wonder Man. Here's uh, a Mr. Wonder Man. Wonder Man. I actually bought a little while ago, um, there's a guy off TSS called Psycho Bob, he's one of the staffers, and he was selling a lot of his Sonic stuff, and of course, me being a whore for Sonic Merge, bought a lot of things off him. But, um, you can't say whore on Radio Edge, you've got to say a rouge. I've got to say rouge, have I? You get, yeah. I was a rouge for Sonic. <laughs> you were a rouge. <laughs> yes. It's alright, we're we, we can edit that out. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I don't uh, think we will, though. This is probably in the top five worst. <laughs> right. This, the, the police are going to be coming anyway. Uh, it's, it's, it's okay. But, but anyway, um, one of the things that I've... It's okay, is it? Yeah, come. <laughs> You'll bail me out. I'll bail you. Yeah, like I've got bloody money. <laughs> right, so Wonder, Wonder Man, getting back to the point... <laughs> But um, no, it's, it's got to be one of the top five worst pieces of Sonic merch that I own. In fact, it even surpasses the um, German techno Sonic album that I have. So. Well, is that, that, that Super Sonic Dance Attack? It's that's one of the tracks. No, I don't even think it's like you know it's like the. They call me Sonic. Oh, that's the, that's that. the um. Oh, what is it? Hang on. Is it? Because I've got I've got the um, MP3s on here for it, so uh, uh, it's hurry up. Let's do one because I've got Super Sonic Dance Deck. Bum 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 bum. Yeah, that's for the Sonic Arcade album, isn't it? It's really bad. That's all you need to know, kids. 
Although they did do it very kind, they did come very kindly do two versions. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, you, so you, you, so you dislike having the Wonder Man, basically. I mean, I, I'm actually, I'm actually looking out for Wonder Man because I, I have, don't have as much of a problem with it as many other people do. Well, I think it's, I think, I think it's fairly enjoyable. As, as far as um, value for money goes, the, uh, the the single that I now have actually has five versions of it. On, on yeah, it's, it's five, five tracks, isn't it? So it's a quite a good, quite good for a, favorite, a single. Favorite, yeah, my my favorite one is um, the acapella because most of it is silence. <laughs> yeah, that's that. Was that. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that. I thought, why on earth have they decided to do that? <laughs> there was no real point. <laughs> just, they, just, they just decided to put it on and said, like, oh, oh, we've left out, we've left out the singing. Um, okay. There was, there was actually, it was actually, I think, I think I timed it at one point. There was about 30 seconds of silence. And then kids, I, I loved that. It was the break in between the, the horror that was the <laughs> 20 minutes of right uh, <laughs> set Oh, my, my, it did moderately well in that it got to number 55 in the UK chart. But but that was only because it had the guy from Pirate TV on, who everybody loves. And the video has a really weird point where it's it's like some sort of industrial estate and it's got a little sign saying, is that Hydrosity Zone or something? I can't remember the video, but there's that a sign that just says, oh, Hydrosity Zone, and everyone was like, yay, Sonic! And there's another bit where it's like, it's it's a bit weird. It's sort of like it's sort of like from Sonic's point of view, as if you're running around as if you're Sonic through like this this maze of pipes and things. But like it's like the the shape of the eyes is like Sonic's eyes, as if you're looking through his eyes, as if your eyes are being sort of pushed back about <laughs> thirty centimeters in your head, so you can actually see your eye sockets as well. Oh, but like, there's actually little robotic things appearing as well. So it just looked like it just looked like you were looking through mega sonic size and it just didn't make any sense to me. Uh, right so Fred were there and just made it worse. <laughs> and my final point is Richard Fairbrass looks <laughs> too much like Richard O'Brien. Yes, I was thinking this the other night because he was on he was on um <laughs> he was on Summit the other night. And I just looked No no it wasn't that actually it's not him at all, what am I talking about? Never mind. Um it was <laughs> <laughs> but he he does look like that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, was, I was thinking. Well, I was thinking. Was actually, was on, there was um, a program on Channel Four uh, the previous night, the time of recording anyway, which was uh, oh, what was it? Was like the stand-ups, and Lee Hurst was on that. And Lee Hurst is now just slowly turning into Richard O'Brien, <laughs> and that's quite scary. <laughs> That's, that's good. We need more Richard O'Brien's in this world. Oh, man. Anyway. So. There it is. Put it in. <laughs> put them in. Actually, can you, when, you, when you put them in, will you trap them sort of, because there's three of them, isn't there? Will you trap them sort of a la Superman at the beginning where they're like, they get like frozen in that little diamond thing then shot off into space. You do that <laughs> instead of that. Right. Now, unfortunately, I'm not going to put Right Said Friend to Room 101. No! Why not? Why not? Well, hmm. Number one, as we know, they're very big in German, and we have to have some way of distracting Germans. 
um, from, you know, buying up all the car companies and things. <laughs> from, from, from invading Poland again. <laughs> I wasn't going to go down that route, T-Bird. That's, completely, that's uh, completely your... What's it? I was going to say just taking over countries and making rubbish cars. Just for the record, so, for the, for hmm? the record I love Germany and I love, I love the music that comes out of Germany. I'm a massive Rammstein fan. I'm a massive Kraftwerk fan. And I am a massive Dieter Rosen fan. So why on earth? And you're a massive sucker. So, <laughs> so um, yeah. So the reason why Rights to Fred are not going into the 101 is due to a little incident in 1993. Now, in fact, it's February 1993 to be precise, because they. Right, so Fred did a certain record. No, don't stick it out. No. <laughs> Call stick it out. That's not which was a, which was a charity record, which made a very which made a very considerable amount of money, uh, specifically for comic relief, and uh, helped many people in uh, Africa and all uh, various other places around the world. So, on on the basis that they. I think it was. I'm trying to think what one that was. Was it was the It was probably the the one with the no. It was one with the hands. I think about the 1993, the red nose with yeah. the hands. So, so they, yeah, they they paraded themselves on national TV. It actually got to number four in the UK chart, and that that was at around about the time that actually singles made an awful lot of money. So, so unfortunately. I'm going to have to refuse Right Said Fred going into Room 101. Yeah, I'm sorry. Uh, and the worst thing is, obviously, this being Room 101, you actually have to take them home with you. So, so, uh, so, so um, here they are. I'm just, I'm just going to send them over to you. <laughs> um, and you get to keep them in a small box in your room, on a shelf somewhere. Um, and they can, they can guard your Sonic merch. <laughs> so, um, I every time I put them on. And yeah, so, um, just so, play their Wonder Man single on repeat all day. Uh, yeah, can give, you don't even need that if, you, if you've got them there. You might as well just get them to perform it for you. They can do a nice medley, non-stop. So I, I hope you enjoy they, those. They can, do, they, can, they can do me a charity single and try and pay off my student loan. That'll be a <laughs> possible use for them. So. Oh dear. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm slightly upset about that. Anyway. I'll, I'll try, try something else. Hmm. Uh, we've got another piece of music now, which is going to be another couple of pieces of music we're going to have. Uh, you wanted some Streets of Rage, didn't you? Yes. Let's have some Streets of Rage. Well, I, don't, I, don't have any, I don't have any Streets of Rage per se, but I do have a... Um, I'm pretty sure I've played this before, actually, but it was, it's a very nice piece of music. It's a... Uh, MV Overclock remix called Sensual Ippon, which is really cool. Nice and laid back and groovy. So we're going to have that, and then we're going to have um, the uh, audio room menu music from Sonic oh, the Hedgehog 2006, yeah. which, you, which you know and love. It, it's, it's just like sort of it's like Sonic-y lounge music, <laughs> and it's really cool. So we're going to have... I just know, have that on repeat when I'm doing work now. It's just so it's just chill-out music. <laughs> I'm following this uh, program about pastries, a bit of soft jazz. And, uh, it's, like having, it's like having daytime TV adverts it on BBC. Very, very, very true. 
Um, after after this piece of music, we're going to actually I'm probably going to do the Q and A UK um, with oh, Q and A U Q and A U K and T B or whatever. Um, <laughs> Tuberculosis. <laughs> <laughs> question is answered. Ask the question from Q and A U K and tuberculosis. <laughs> Oh, God. Cover your lungs, kids. Oh, so, so, some, some Q&A UK and mass hysteria. <laughs> anyway, so um, uh, here's uh, Streets of Rage.
back folks um, while I was on break if you can hear me well enough I got a bit of an email from Mr. C.J. Merle and uh, he said in a sort of weird voice um, by which way that he was you know typing it um, really big freaking news yeah Roy. Uh, in about a week's time, the form you know as being associated with Sonic Rex will undergo an evolution, the likes of which have never been seen before. At least not to me. Combining with the top-notch webcomic site the CJF Network and the most excellent Billy Sonic site, it will transform into the all-new, all-axum Echo Network. The final transition is scheduled to take place this Saturday with an eventual URL change occurring sometime the following Wednesday. Rest assured that Sonic Rex will remain an integral part of this new site, as will several other f- features from the three boards, including the CJF Network original series, the members of Echo World Forums, and the Sonic-based abilities of Billy Sonic site. More details can be found in the official merger announcement uh, thread in the news area of EW, sincerely CJWLD.Echo Network. Right, there's a slight problem with that. Um, thank you for you know, letting us know. Um, hmm. There's, there's an excellent, excellent uh, for you, but uh, if you don't use the Sonic Rex bit of the board, why in the blue hell should I really be interested? Nobody uses it. Right, major spoiler time. Everybody, major spoiler time. Are you there, T-Bird? Yeah, I'm just covering my ears. Covering your ears? Uncover your ears. <laughs> um, because I'm, I'm going to tell you what, what's... Well, it's not, it's not spoiler, really, but... Uh, it's not really... Um, the spoiler as such, oh, but no. it's, it's me telling it's really, you what something is. Um, you know Project Eon? That has been mentioned several yeah. times. Yeah. Well, Project Eon, mm, yeah, Project Eon is going to be, Why has that all of a sudden got really lame, the connection? Huh, hang on, let's sort that out. Sorry, I was, I was losing my connection with you a little there, man. Um, mm. Yeah, there's um, basically the the Sonic Rex section on Echo Worlds has been noticed. It's been noticed by me that nobody really uses it. So, <laughs> thus negating the whole point of Sonic Rex really associating with Echo Worlds. So, it's quite simple. Either people start using it, or it goes bye-bye. The association, because I've all been just like, what's the point? Um, project, in the event that, that does happen, I say Project Eon is ready and waiting. Uh, project Eon is actually a Sonic Rex message board. It's there. Yay. It's wa- it's there. It's waiting. It's it looks pretty sexy, and you know I'm I'm just waiting because I mean it's. By, so it's the 20th today. When it hits tomorrow, which would be the 21st, it'll be a month that have gone by with no one doing anything. 
in it, and just what's the point? So, so good news about that, in that uh, this, uh, say, this uh, very interesting merger, but at the same time, you know, starting to sort of wear on my patience a bit. They just lack of interest there, really. I mean, it's, it's not even the most. It's not probably not even the top three Sprite comics actually discussed on there anymore. So, so why bother? Anyway, it's uh, questions and answers. Answer some questions with some Q and A, UK and T Bird and tuberculosis, and <laughs> um, and I don't know. Um, um, hepatitis, hepatitis um, and a slight cramp in the elbow. Um, but apart, so uh, the first question is from Super Trogdor, who has a request later on, which I'm willing to bet I didn't actually put on the list. No, I didn't. So I'm. <laughs> yeah, Super Super Trogdor's got a request later on in the show, which is going to be seven rings in hand, and um, I'll close my ears at that part. <laughs> it's a god awful song, but uh, hey, I, I haven't s- heard I haven't heard any of it yet. I make the rule that I don't listen to any of the music in a Sonic game until I've actually played the game, because it's a case of if I if I listen to a bit of music that's meant to be an instrumental bit of music, I'll find it inanely boring unless it's obviously <laughs> serving its purpose as background. Rumblebee so, needs to be lit up against a wall and shot. It is. Hideous. There's, there's that, it's, it's hideous. Well, if it's, uh, it's anything to go by uh, from, uh, from Sonic Riders, then... Uh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, I, mean, I, I like how the, the, the music's fine, just really, because it fits the theme and everything. The lyrics, though, I mean, if, you've, if anyone's had the Master of the Desert, uh, Desert theme, the Satsa skin, you know, that's on Sonic Rex, if anyone's been using that, you've been noticed how many headers they've been going up for it. And that was just before that was before I had the full soundtrack, so <laughs> it's 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 terrible. Uh, but yeah, that, that's that's listed later on. Anyway, he says because you know he actually asked the question. Uh, where is he gone? Uh, hey, sorry I haven't emailed in a while. I was wondering if you got a Wii and picked up Sonic and Secret Rings yet. I have, and it is fun. Oh, so I was wondering if you can play some. Yeah, seven years hand Sonic Rings. Um, I have not got a Wii yet. I'm not going to be able to get a Wii for some considerable time. So, um, so sorry. Um, there will be, by the time this goes out, I will have played Sonic and the Secret Rings. Um, because something's happening. But apart from that, I can't really... Oh, you, you better not be going out with Sega. If you are, you, I better get a bloody advice. <laughs> Sorry. I, I'm not. I, I, can, I can honestly say I'm not visiting Sega. Okay. That's so, right. so, so I'm not. I'm not visiting Sega. So you, you, you're fine on, on that score. I'm not visiting them. Now, um, we've got uh, another question here from uh, SHC, who says, uh, "Just wondering, will the Sailor Gem thing ever be available to view?" I also have discovered that Big the Cat is in fact in uh, Satsa. I think that's no good. What do you think? Um, yeah, Sailor Gem will come back eventually. Sailor Gem will come back eventually. I'm a bit, a bit knocked with the actual gem at the moment. Um, so my sort of influence in that regard and my sort of interest has sort of somewhat waned. But 
hey, Sailor Gem's gonna will come back because as I've sort of I've established that Sailor Gem is a sort of comp is a cartoon in the Sonic Rex universe, and that Sonic Rex is a cartoon in the Sailor Gem universe. So it, they are linked. So that it will it will materialise eventually. But we've got the um, well, we've got that, the vaults coming soon, and uh, a lot of sort of efforts going to be made into getting that and some stuff from that up. But yeah, Big the Cat being in uh, Sats uh, kind of sucks, doesn't it? Is he a main character, or is he just like is he just well, Pierre? Or? No, it's um, what it is from what I can gather anyway, is that the uh, you remember Sonic Adventure two. Oh, yeah. And his cameo-isms. Most of like, the extra unlockable bonuses are Big the Cat related. And it's like some sort of special little book that you can do by getting like um, fire soul, fiery souls, whatever the hell their names are. If you get like 30 of those, you can get access to bits and like photos of Big in, <laughs> sort of in the background or foreground during various scenes and messing things up. Um I'm assuming we won't be doing any of the extras in Sonic. Nah. <laughs> yeah, really good way of promoting sort of uh, long playtime. If if you do this, you can get Big the Cat. Um, okay, I just won't do it then. But um, oh, yeah, the other bad thing actually is that the um, the rumored remix of Throw It All the Way was just rumored, and it was it was just a mistake on the basis of that one of the songs whose name I can't recall. The um, first verse of that s- musically sounded very similar to Throw It All The Way, so uh, I was really looking forward to that as well. A remix no. of Throw It All The Way, and no, sadly. It would have been a nice little nod back, bear in mind it was like, well, we've got 15 years of Sonic, it's also five years of Shadow, so that would have been a nice little nod mm-hmm. back, but but hey, you can't have everything. Whatever happened to Everett, what, whatever happened to Everett Bradley, I quite like those tracks that he did for uh, I don't I know. They've, they've I don't know. A lot of other people. They kept Crush. They've kept obviously some of the other guys. Um, Julian K. Yeah. Julian K. Have just released actually some more um, some more remixes on their MySpace, yeah, which I'm might interest some people. Yeah. For those who don't know, well, for those who don't know Julian K. Where have you been? Um, secondly, they're a really good sort of. I know that's some of the industrial electro. They're sort of the remnants of a band called Orgy who were around. Sort of at the beginning of the new metal era, and see, I actually recall Orgy, which I'm, I, I, I didn't realise they were actually linked to Orgy. So, uh, it's um, Amir Dakar is is he used to be uh, the guitarist, I think. No, he's huh. the singer in Orgy, and he, he, he's the singer in Julian K. Oh, and cool. there's another guy whose name escapes me, and he used to be in a band called Rough Cup. So, mm. but yes, a very good band. Got the MySpace. But uh, yeah, yeah so, so there's a very good question: Why not? Why wasn't he retained, or maybe he just didn't want to do another track for Sonic? But um, that's a shame if that is the case. Hmm. Anyway, um, so yeah, Ooh, you still I've there? Just had, I've just had an email back from Rom. I've just sent. Yeah, I'm sorry. I've just had. I've just got an email from Rom uh, con- concerning Project X, which I am. Um, Actually, we'll give you. Oops. By the time this goes so, uh, out, everyone should know about it, so you might as well just say oh, <laughs> what Project X is. <laughs> it's not really called Project X. Um, 
It should have been, but it's not. <laughs> In retrospect, it should have been. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've done a, I don't know, a, a survey, basically. I was asked to write a blog, similar to um, what uh, Mr. AAUK was asked to do not too long ago. Um, and, to be honest, I couldn't think of anything I wanted to write for it. So, in my ultimate wisdom, I decided to do a video for it, and I got out on the streets of York, and I basically asked people a lot of questions about Sonic, and it was lots of fun. And he gets and, to, um, he, get, he got to a call in front of a large group of, sort of, schoolgirls. 14-year-old girls, yeah. More, more 14-year-old girls, you see, it's just... <laughs> they should just be called the 14-year-old girl not show, not I think. <laughs> <laughs> Not that my girlfriend didn't raise an eyebrow at that point, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it, well, <laughs> anyone who anyone who's interested, T Bird's girlfriend is actually half responsible for the dialogue on uh, the recent. Was it? Well, it might not be recent by the time this goes out, but on uh, the propaganda, Bruce Payne is the word. Really? Yeah. I didn't yeah, she's. It was when she was pretending to be you. <laughs> She does that quite a lot. I'm quite disconcerted about that. Uh, she should, has she started eyeing up your hat? Hmm? Has she started eyeing up your hat? The hat actually has a younger, more in-your-face um, brother now. So uh, she tends to wear that a lot. She tends Is to wear... A, she tends to wear her younger, in-your-face brother. What? <laughs> hat. It's another... Right, I bought another hat. <laughs> no, I didn't get bought another hat. I, I, I got bought another hat. And it, it's quite nice. It's an official Indiana Jones authentic fedora. Oh, uh, So you know I'm just mega jealous. No, no, it's mine. It's my hat. But she wears it. <laughs> I'm just jealous of your hat. Now you start We've getting a bloody a hat. <laughs> Tangent, tangent. I oh, don't start getting the hat. <laughs> Leave the hat alone. <laughs> it's it's in anyway, box. It's quite happy. You can watch this video on YouTube. Either you can either simply search for um, my name, which is um, well one of the other aliases that I have, which is the Iron Hedgehog. If you search for that as one word, you'll get it. Or if you search for um, Sega Sonic Survey, it should appear as well. So. Um, so, um, so look out for that. I, I, I've, I've seen it. It's cool. And uh, because he's my mate, he put me on the credit as a sort of thank you, which was really kind of him. And it, it made me feel warm he's inside. A, I did describe you as a peer, so, uh, <laughs> so uh, I, I, put, I put old Dredzy on as well. Cause, uh, Dredzy. Yeah, <laughs> apparently, um, a guy called David, David Corliss the most senior man in marketing when it comes to Sonic says it's great and has offered up some Sonic fridge ma magnets as a thank you. <laughs> Yay! Yay! <laughs> Sonic <laughs> fridge magnets! <laughs> I've still got those blimmin... Obviously I, I got a nice card from Sega at Christmas which I, I know you were rather jealous of because you didn't get one. Nah, I and I got some sort of some sort of Sega sort of stickers with it and that's those are hidden somewhere because they were sort of pretty exclusive -y. So, there's a, they're somewhere or the other. We need to find those because I can't remember where I put them. But yes, um, um, hmm. but yes, uh, so uh, keep an eye out for that, folks. Um, I probably should put a link to it on SW as to what's going on. 
I'm, I'm assuming actually the marketing person actually wanted the full results sent, yeah? No, no, just, just, I'm just basically all wrong. But the, <laughs> the first line of the email that I got back from Ron just says, that is just awesome, <laughs> in capitals, so... Oh, dear. <laughs> not, 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 not to float my own boat, but uh, I was pretty, I was, I, it came out much better than I thought it was going <laughs> to. The day started with a lot of people, sort of, they see a guy wearing, you know, a cowboy hat, and he's wearing a, actually I was wearing, I don't know why they didn't stop me, because I was wearing my um, denim Sonic and Knuckles jacket, so. Why and you were wearing your Riders t-shirt, if I recall. And I was wearing a Riders t-shirt as well. So he, he was he was just a mass of Saganers. But uh, yeah, so it's, it's, it's very interesting, guys, and I, I, I sincerely recommend you uh, you watch it. Plus, you get the chance to listen to that uh, nice lounge music again on the. You do. On the credits. Radio Redux.
Radio Redux. Listener to Quest. Radio Redux. Right now, there's a there's a trio of questions which I it's due to various things uh, got left behind from the previous show. So I will um, the Emerald Empire group 
so Wolf asks the following if you get stumped trying to write something what do you do to get going what, what do you do to get going Steven? to get going to get going again to get out of your writer's block oh I don't know I'm well obviously I'm surrounded by a group of very interesting people for example Mr. A UK but uh and Sven and all them. But but yeah, um I, I, I actually started writing a little while ago. Um and I I've sort of got a well it was going to be a book, it's about fifty pages of Microsoft Word at the minute. And it's sort of I've run into a huge block of that, so I can't help you as far as I go But just if you if you want like little nudges and things, just li- I don't know, just little things like Put the TV on. Watch a good film. Watch a damn good film, and that that gives you a lot of inspiration. Hmm. If, you've, if you've got a musical instrument, play a musical instrument because that's again inspiration comes from that. Cle- clears clears your mind out of it. All you sort of yeah. What's it there? Yeah. So so that, that's I mean that's what I, I tend to do. Well, I just tend to well, I, I can't leave it. I just leave it until you know it's well, do something else. It's perfectly fine. Sleep. Sleep is yes. Have a sleep. Siesta. I mean. I mean, the idea for the, the whole blog thing, the, the video came to me at about 4 o'clock at night, I think, so in the morning. <laughs> that's, that's a real problem I have as well, because I'm at my most most creative when I'm absolutely exhausted at about, you know, 12, I don't know, 1 o'clock in the morning. I'm sort of just dozing off, and I'm just like, oh crap, that's a really good idea. Where's, where's a pen? Where's my light? I'll fall out of bed and crack the head on my chest, on my chest of drawers next to my bed. Ow. Now I need a plaster, but oh god, I've got to write this. I'll, I'll, I'll write it down using my blood on on the carpet. Oh, now I've got to clean the carpet now in the morning. Um, yeah, so it's a pain in the pain in the ass, but um, but I uh, hope it answers your question, Wolf. Just 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 do something. Do something else. Just li- leave leave it and then come back later. There's no problem in doing that. Sparks asks. Um, what? Sparks asks what? Sparks <laughs> asks... This makes no sense. Uh, Sparks asks the question, Alright, own up, who's using my name? Is it spelt the same? Because if it ain't, then I suppose I'll have to pay the fake a little visit. Unless it turns out to be a total coincidence, of course. What? I don't get it either. That's a, oh I see ah, I see because there's a Sparks on Echo World who's Sparks how you would normally spell it and this Sparks is Sparks with an X. Ooh, cool. So I'm supposing it's a different Sparks. Is it, is it an X then a Z because that would be really cool. No, it's just an X. Uh, unfortunately, it's just, it's just so, so you lose you lose Sparks you lose. Yeah. And then, see, then we got a question from Mikey T. Hedgehog. Uh, Mikey T. returns from his self-imposed exile, from wherever he was. Uh, asks, Resident Evil or Left for Dead? What? Resident <laughs> Evil or Left for Dead? Yeah. One single uh, Metal Gear Solid quality storyline, the other's multiplayer, both zombie games. You know, I'd never have guessed there were <laughs> zombie games, to be fair. Never have guessed in a million well, years. I've, ne- <laughs> I've never played Left 4 Dead, but I I have been a Resident Evil fan since the get go. One of the first games I got from my PlayStation was Resident Evil One. 
I've, I've got no interest in Resident Evil at all. Myself, I've played one, and I just felt I I was playing and I just thought I'm just not interested in this game at all, and so I just stopped. The thing is, with the first one, when it came out, it was so bad. But I think that's probably what I liked about it. the voice. I mean, the voice acting. Oh well, we'll be coming back to voice acting later. But um, <laughs> the voice acting is just so bad. I mean, the way it's put together is just so crap. But it becomes so much crap that it's actually good again. Like, there's this part where you've got to fight this giant snake. Um, As you do. We, we had we we had a name for the snake. I've forgotten what it was. I think we call it Hiss or something because it's mouth Captain Hiss. <laughs> uh, but it was just this snake. Anyway, you fought the snake two or three times in the game. But the last time you fight it, um, it when it dies, it lies on the ground and melts. And one of your friend, um, Barry Burton, the other guy who follows you around the house, walks in and goes, "Have you found anything interesting, Jill?" As he's walking through, like sort of a smouldering pile of purple ooze that was once a snake. And you're just thinking, well, if, if you looked at the ground, then, yeah. So, <laughs> I just fought a giant snake. That was pretty damn scary. And so instead she goes, yeah, I found this hole. There's like a tiny little hole in the corner of the room. And you're just like, what? What was this mm. game about? And then it's just other little quotes like, you almost became a Jill sandwich. And that was an interesting quote. Just... The thing is, that the later games got better and better. The second one was absolutely amazing. And the fourth one, which came out a couple of years ago, was it just it revolutionised everything. Every, I mean, literally every bad point about the Resident Evil game. Okay, just, just qualify it, take, just qualify it is we talk about Resident Evil 4 there, because... Yeah. Took, yeah, because obviously that was, was not, the, not the fourth game, because there's so many other fiddly, biddly bits in between. That was Code Veronica, which was technically 4, but... Uh, Mm. But yeah, I, I would say Resident Evil because I have no idea what the other one was. I've forgotten its name already, so it mustn't be that good. <laughs> oh dear. Right. Um, notes to DC, I'll do your question on the next show. Um, because I can't be bothered to hunt through my inbox and sort them out now. And besides, I think we've got sort of a couple of sort of similarly, irre- similarly irrelevant questions uh, coming up. Um, Anthony Fields, who's not um, got an irrelevant question, uh, which one do you like better, Mac or PC? Um, well, <laughs> I don't own a Mac, so... Uh... Although, I, although I am bombarded with adverts of white, you know, telling me to buy a Mac. Mm. Um, I don't like the idea of owning a Mac at all. No. Um, one, one of my um, friends at uh, university has a Mac, but she um, is a designer, and obviously the Mac is geared towards graphic design. Yeah. And so obviously there's a use there, but as a person who writes emails, uh, well, <laughs> and well, I mean the only other thing I use my laptop for, sort of work-wise, is a uh, Programming and also I've got this huge mathematics program, and all that requires is sort of a processor speed. So uh, I, c- I can't see any advantage of the Mac for me. So I'm going to say PC. Hmm. Even though the PC is always represented as the old boring man. Precisely, but hey, at least it works. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I've got, I've got a letter here from, psych- uh, from Sonic Psychotic. 
which is which bodes well with a name like that. But um, it's I was um, hey 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 okay. I was just wondering what type of game you prefer. Do you like the RPG style game of deep storylines or games uh, like what like what I expect sets to be like, not bothering much of a storyline, but just being a lot of fun instead. Um, I, I don't mind really. I mean, um, I'm not overly keen on RPGs, although I've been uh, certainly played. My last two games have been relatively playing have been both RPGs, which is obviously uh, Dungeon Siege 2 and Tales of Symphonia. I've got back into again, so um, I don't mind as long as if it's got a really good deep storyline that really helps for me. But a good balance, I think, is yeah essential. I mean, the, the, the a lot of people go, oh, I want a game with a good storyline, but you can go too far with that. I mean, the example I'm going to use is Metal Gear here. The first time you play that through, that is an amazing game. Amazing gameplay, amazing storyline. But if you play through the second time and you skip all the storylines, I think there's about two or three hours worth of gameplay. <laughs> yeah. Whereas it's... a lot of it is sort of like talking. So, yeah, you do have to strike a balance with something. Also, the other thing is um, characterisation, because that's one of the things that I really love about Tales of Symphonia is that the just the, the, the way the characters are developed in it and also the voice acting which obviously I know we're going to come back to in a minute but the, the voice acting is absolutely superb in Tales of Symphonia and not just that but before we started the show I was playing on Tales of Symphonia I'm on like my 8th playthrough of it now and I found something I hadn't found before in coming up to, I don't know, 250 hours worth of gameplay, I found something I hadn't found before. I found a, sh- I found a hidden shop that I didn't know existed at <laughs> all. I hadn't seen it mentioned in sort of any walkthrough or anything like that that I'd seen. So, um, things like that also help. It's just, it's just hidden away and you don't really see it at all. So, uh, yeah, I was, I was moderately impressed by that. <laughs> But uh, anyway, uh, uh, Snook, Psychotic Ice, comes on to say, uh, speaking of which, I should be able to afford Satsu in a few weeks. Yay! Uh, just to give you a bit of an essay, I know you love it when people write these in. Yes, I do, actually, because it's nice to know that sort of people have made an effort or have got something interesting to say. Uh, you know how all of the Sonic characters' names make some degree of sense, like Tails with two tails, uh, all of them seem to be like this, with the exception of Amy Rose. Well, ages ago, I was randomly looking for a, a baby name book when I came across the name Amy. You may know this, but Amy is a French-derived name, which means love. Her last name, Rose, could mean the colour of the flower, or, or I would have thought, actually, it was more like her colour, specifically. Uh, I mean, the colour of flower. Either way, would make so, it make some sort of sense with the whole love connection, anyway. Uh, it could be a coincidence, but Amy's name literally describes her love of Sonic. I don't care how corny it sounds, I'm making a point. Well, there you go, no matter if it is a coincidence or not, the world makes little more sense. If you already knew that, then discard the remark about the world making more sense, because it won't. Uh, thanks for your letter and for making me laugh at your crazy antics for one of your many number one fans at Sonic Psychotic. Um, I did know that, actually, uh, but but uh, you're right, it does make a heck of a lot more I sense. I didn't actually know that. So, uh, so, uh, th- so thank you very much, I didn't actually know that. So, uh. so, so, there, so there we go, the, the, the world makes... More sense because you've made T-Bird happy. You've yes, increased you've his knowledge. You've made a you've made a happy physicist slightly more happy and content. It's funny that that's. Uh, and in the happy. end, isn't that what matters? Yes, it is. <laughs> to make happy physicists are more happier. 
it's funny that I brought that up because um, there's a there's a couple. Of, I was doing a bit of research this morning for a couple of my uh, the, the later room one on ones, and I was busy searching through um, it's a Sonic Adventure one characters, and it was um, pa- pa- is it Pachekamak? Um, Tikal's father. Yeah, Pachekamak. Yeah, he's actually a, it's um, a Tibetan. Oh, Tibetan. I think it's something like that. It's, he's actually a, it's like a Tibetan god. I think Tikal. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, t- no, Tikal's a my a Mayan city. Mayan god. Yes. Oh, sorry. Yeah. But I thought that was quite. There's there's one person at Sonic Team who actually comes up with decent names, and they're the same. They're the same person who got. Um, although although I have no. I have some major problems with the whole Iblis thing. It's it's quite obvious that the, the person who came up with suggesting Takal is the same person that came up with um, making uh, Mifili's name, mm. with Mifili's being a sort of derivation of Mephistopheles. Mm. Um, and uh, so it's, it's obviously the same person. And then there's the some twit who comes up with silver for a silver-coloured hedgehog. Um, and it's all very strange. And and obviously the person at Seg at the Slick team who stole the name and was the gatekeeper because they had no idea of anything else to call a godlike character. But hey, uh I'm not still bitter about that at all. Honestly. Uh I've got one more set of questions and we should get back on to uh your room one oh one choices. Um I'm I'm certain you'd have probably heard some more music during that and I'll probably break it up also but, uh, but we're not going to take a break now Black Draco says hey UK I can't remember if I talked about your six degrees of separation no you didn't so I didn't use you um, but as it was your idea in the first place Black Draco I suggest you send something something in for me <laughs> so I can do it um, question, here's question one which I've just managed to delete says uh, what would someone find at the centre of the earth um, uh, a very very lost monkey Or a giant ball of molten iron. Quite possibly. Um, I, well, I would also the Earth, it, would, it would explain the Earth's magnetic field for one. Thing. <laughs> so, um... it, it would quite. I, I, uh, someone would also find themselves uh, in an awful lot of pain. Hmm. And at, at, least you'll, at least you'll die doing what you like the most: inhaling molten iron. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> If there's one thing, if there's one thing you want to do with your life, it's you know just sort of watch it end as your skin liquefies around you. <laughs> um, question two. At least you get to become the centre of the planet for them. Yeah, at least, at least you get to you get to join all those zero other people who can say I am the centre of a planet. <laughs> Not that anyone will be able to know about it, and you'll have to you'll have no one to boast to because you'll be dead. Uh, question two: Is the water from the fountain of youth, youth uh, stilled or sparkling, and does it come in a variety of flavours? Um, uh, yeah, it, it comes. It comes in the flavour of a. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. It, uh, you answer this one. <laughs> I had to stop. I had to stop myself there. <laughs> <laughs> from making things even worse than they already are on this show. <laughs> well, um, I, 
I'm going to say it's made of, um, well, there's now um, a Thundercats flavour. Um, <laughs> I, I was watching an, I was watching an episode of Thundercats uh, the other day where, um, ty- oh, if anybody remembers Thundercats, I certainly do. Um, but um, there's an episode where Tigra um, ages by wandering into a cage of ages, believe it or not. And basically Chitara gets him out but because she's so fast, she doesn't age. And they basically take him to the Fountain of Youth and they throw him in the Fountain of Youth. Ah, you gave him So, um, yes, th- Thundercat's flavour. Oh, there will definitely be a sort of hint of Thundercat in that Fountain of Youth mm. now, thanks to Thundercat's being in it. Mm. So, so in the, in the, whether or not it's uh, still the spark, it's actually both. It's still sparkling. It's still sparkling, yeah. Actually, funny enough, you should mention Thundercats, because I, I, I saw... At work the other day, Visionaries has come out on DVD. Oh dear, Visionaries. <laughs> I don't think anyone remembers that. I, I can ba- I can barely recall it, but it was basically for this toy of these soldiers, and they had like this hologram thing on their chest, and they had various different powers. But the, the entire series of that came out on DVD the other week, and I I just sort of ran around just showing it to people, going, "This is so cool," <laughs> not recalling anything. <laughs> Anyway, um, uh, and last question was, if you was to have something named after you, what would it be? It would be some incredibly toxic, incurable disease. Um, (laughs) 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 Because, frankly, that's more likely than anything else. (laughs) I I would probably have to go with a, a, a new heavy element. (laughs) <laughs> t T Verium would be a good one. So it would, well, it would also be, have to be like highly radioactive as well, I think. Like it'd, 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 be, it'd, be, like, pol- it'd be like polonium, except felonium. <laughs> I'm not sure whether I want to be a lanthanide or an actinide, though. So uh, you have to ask me another day. Radio Redux. Listener request.
Radio Redux. Ah, oh, dear, dear. Anyway, that's the end of the questions, because we've been rattling on for ages. And we are rapidly actually approaching the end of the show. Well, this first part. So we have time for one more. One more. What is your next Room 101 entrant? My next Room 101? I'll, well, I'll tell you what wasn't a Room 101 entrant. Oh, yeah, so let's have one of those. Well, I've, I've got six that didn't make the list, so I'll tell you the last one, and then um, I'll tell you the other three next time. Um, in fact, it was number seven, was um, Sonado, which is... Sonado! The, <laughs> the, 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 pe- the pairing, the, gay, the homosexual pairing of Sonic and Shadow. Now, to me, that's um, a violation of all things innocent and childlike about the Sonic genre. However, it is also a source of great amusement. <laughs> um, I'm not sure whether I've said this. I'm not sure whether I've said this before or not on the show. But I know listed down is um, again on the fourth kind project is another one of the parodies, which is based on U2's Vertigo, and that's going to be um, called Sonado. And it's all going to be it's going to be all about Sonado. <laughs> so expect lots of fun and games with that. <laughs> I'm in the process of writing it, so that's yeah, <laughs> it brought me hours, <laughs> hours and hours of pestering um, Mr. Dreadnoks because he was making it. He was going to make it. He was he was going on about this new skin he was doing for Valentine's Day, and I was insistent that he was going to make a, a Sonado one. He probably will eventually because. He probably will eventually, because he's, he's like that. He'll, he's like, oh, we've got this great new skin coming out, and then he's just like... Actually, that, what's the betting that for, <laughs> for their, um, April Fool's Day? <laughs> somebody, somebody suggested on the air, the IRC, the Dreadnooks and um, Roy Black one. <laughs> oh! Oh! <laughs> no! Uh, I, I think a dreadnought skin people would like I actually, fell but, off my chair but oh, <laughs> <laughs> that is wrong on yeah. many many levels. <laughs> we haven't got time to discuss how many levels that's wrong on though. Oh dear dear. Oh, <laughs> hey, anyway, really? That's not going in the. Uh, that's not going in room one one. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I feel sli- I feel slightly yeah. tainted. <laughs> oh dear. Oh. <laughs> I'm not surprised. Right. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Third choice. Actually, do you, do you want the third choice or do you want the fourth choice? Because the, the third choice is actually quite good. Well, what do you what, whatever is my sort of is going to be the ramble. Um, we'll have the non-rambling one because. I have to save this and I'm running one. Yeah, because I've got to save this and I'm running out of connection time, so. Okay. And otherwise, I have to do lots of work and it's horrible. So, uh, what's what's the next one? The next one would be, um, as any TSS listener would know, um, sorry, an SSR listener would know, is a uh, Crisis City Max Speed Zone. Yeah. Do you want to have a little, uh, little rant about that for <laughs> for a few minutes? Right. And explain just why it's hated. From the dates of about, I think it was the 26th of February to the 28th of February, um, my life um, lived in the one horrible long 72-hour screaming. That's all I can remember. It's like a scene from that film, Event Horizon. It's just <laughs> horrible. And it was crap designing on that level. 
And I've written down here, crap, crap, crappity crap. And then I've written some more swear words. Honest to God, that level annoys the tear out of me. For those who haven't played it yet, it's um, right at the end of Crisis City. There's three parts, well, there's four parts of Crisis City. There's a, a first part where you're on a, well, like a snowboardy type of thing, trying to get through the city. And then two parts, which are sort of your, your regular sonic roaming about a city level. It's fairly linear. The last bit is um, the new element that they introduced to the Sonic 06, in which basically you're hurling it God knows what speed down a road, and everything's blurring. It looks it looks really cool, sort of running at, you know, this is what Sonic's supposed to do. It's supposed to run at high speeds. But the control on this level is absolutely pitiful. I mean, one of the things in side games that you've always been able to do is jump in a direction and then move back. I know it defies gravity and Newton's third law, but you know, it's what you <laughs> you're allowed to do this in Sonic. In this zone, you can't. If you make a jump, you go on a straight line. And usually, if you do jump in these zones, it's in a straight line off the end of the level. And God knows how many times I've done that. And of course, the road in this particular level is littered with cars, lorries, trucks, bits of trucks, rocks, um, small tortoises, monsters. It's it's just an absolute nightmare to navigate this thing. But to get the S rank, you need to keep all your rings, and it is virtually impossible to do that. And not only this, you also have a giant tornado made of fire behind you, throwing cars at you. Yes, I wish the level would die. <laughs> there's no, there's no skill involved whatsoever. It's <laughs> the element of luck. Unfortunately, um, Sonic is one of the very few games that I play in which you cannot boost your luck <laughs> in any way. <laughs> so, uh, well, I did eventually get the, I did eventually get the S rank at about half past two on the first of March in the morning, in which I went, yeah. Really quietly, because everyone else in the house was asleep and they were already sick of me shouting obscenities. So, uh, yes. Well, at this point, I'm supposed to make some kind of counter-argument, but unfortunately, there's not going to be one. Because I have a big problem with things like that, where it's where a massive factor is luck. When you actually, when you, you the game player, have to rely on luck to do something or get through something, that's just... Well, it's no good. That's no good. The, and it's no. it's it's it no just good. just hate things like that. And Christ City is a very good example of why things like that should really just be erased from gameplay. Um, and it's, it, it is well, um, it is terrible. Somebody was telling me um, a guy that I know on Xbox Live. Apparently, you can check somewhere to see how many people have got a specific award on Xbox Live because you mm-hmm. get achievements for various things and one of the achievements is um, getting S ranks on all of Sonic's missions which of course you cannot get unless you have done <laughs> the max speed zone in Crisis City without losing rings and he told me apparently last month there were seven people in the UK who had got that award seven people it's, it's bad <laughs> So, uh, uh, I'm, I'm, I've actually got that award now, but that was after three days of swearing. <laughs> so, unsurprisingly, guys, unsurprisingly, guys and gals, the max speed zone 
version of Quiet City is going into room 101. There it goes, and it's gone. We are rapidly approaching the end of the show. In fact, we're just going to have some pieces of music now, and um, then we're just going to sign off. So we'll leave you with these last few pieces of music. Um, I'm sure there's loads of requests in there, and what knows? You'll find out what music it is. And if you don't, if you're not sure what music it is, you can just look at the show notes on SonicRex.com, and they'll tell you exactly what's going on. Um, yeah, so uh, we're back in a minute to sign off, and uh, bye bye for now. The official podcast of SonicRex.com.
Radio Redux. Well, well, uh, hope you enjoyed the show. Um, we'll have another part of T-Birds Room 101 choices with, uh, with, more, <laughs> with, more, with more weirdness and tangents and, and rubbish and probably trying to get us in lots of trouble and arrested, uh, <laughs> at least on the base of this show. Um, and uh, we'll, <laughs> we will uh, see you next time, whenever that may be. Uh, until then, of course, I've been ArchEnge UK. He's been T-Bird. I hope. He hopes. <laughs> <laughs> Saying, um, uh, this has been Radio Redux, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye-bye Bye. for now. Bye.